0: Hey everyone, it's James Lindsay, you're listening to New Discourses Bullets, where I try to break down one topic for you in a tight, succinct way so you can know what it is and make important decisions about it. Bullet point style. Today we talk about ESG. If you wondered why woke keeps happening, why all the corporations above a certain size are going woke, why all the new startups are woke, this isn't organic or not wholly organic. It's not just that the values of the people entering the managerial world are generally woke. It is, in fact, because there is a scam, a cartel, actually, that's running the entire thing from within the finance industry and within the investment industry. And that is called ESG, which is three letters, another acronym. Of course, it stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance Scoring and Policy. So what you have is a small number of actors and very large financial institutions who have created this concept of what environmental responsibility looks like, what social responsibility looks like, and what proper corporate governance responsibility looks like. Allegedly, because it creates long-term profitability, something that investors would be interested in, not just short-term profitability, and they manipulate the market. Rather than having a free market where companies can do what they want, they get these scores off of this uh, these ESG scores. And then the major asset managers like Vanguard, BlackRock, Fidelity, State Street, Goldman Sachs, maybe Wells Fargo, and so on, decide if they're going to manage the assets, give investment capital, give uh, preferential uh, loans of, of other capital to these entities, depending on what their ESG score happens to be. And so I often give the metaphor when I talk about ESG is that if you want to control the bull on Wall Street, how are you going to do it? Well, it turns out a little fearless girl isn't going to do it. It's that you put a ring through the bull's nose. And the name of that ring is ESG, Environmental Social Governance Scoring, which is run like a cartel, like a financial mafia by a very small number of very incestuous large finance companies. This whole concept grew originally out of the idea of corporate social responsibility, which was kind of floating around 15 or 20 years ago. Maybe even thirty years ago, where uh, the idea that we should be trying to pressure companies through various means, including you know stock and investment, to take responsible measures for including long term sustainability, as it were, but also just for social responsibility goals, and it kind of got hijacked into this tool of totalitarianism. I, I sometimes say it's like the One Ring from the Lord of the Rings, because it gives such an enormous amount of control over such a small thing. Uh, if BlackRock doesn't like your ESG score, they might sell all your shares uh, and tank your stock, for example, and they may hold you know, a subsizable percentage of those. They may show up uh, holding those substantial amounts and proxy vote to make sure that you implement these policies. They may withhold investment capital or give you uh, bad rates, citing that you are a long-term sustainability risk. But the problem is is that while maybe environmental policy, social policy, governance policy have something to do with long-term success and profitability of a company, and maybe they're even good in and of themselves for other reasons, it is not good when the small number of actors have this much control over the entire market. And in fact, what you see under the environmental, social, and governance uh, standards is in fact that the decisions are arbitrary. So with an environmental, while we might be able to debate what makes sound environmental policy, and certainly nobody wants anybody pumping, say, loads of chemicals into the river like happened 100 years ago, uh, what you see is that the model that is promoted within the environmental ESG score is what is known as climate justice, which is that they're going to force you know green energy, um, no fossil fuels whatsoever, divestment from fossil fuels, carbon taxes. Um, they're also going to uh, rather arbitrarily decide what constitutes an environmental good. For example, with COVID-19, even though there are billions of masks polluting the ocean now, using masks reduce the environmental hazard of the virus, and therefore lots and lots of masks and mandating masks at your workplace was considered good environmental practice. Climate justice is the application of global communism to the uh, concept of climate change so that they can take rich nations and get them to uh, break themselves financially while pretending to prop up poor nations, which are being held up as, 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 as tokenistic props for this project. So it is a global financial redistribution scheme using climate change as the excuse. And of course, the number of things that they can implement one, they have arbitrary power through climate, not just climate accords, not just divestment from certain forms of energy, but, uh, you know, going so far as to limit the amount of travel that you can have to maybe none, uh, to climate lockdowns, et cetera, uh, are all things that are on the table. So the environmental score is a, is a means for using climate change as an excuse to implement communist policy and um, arbitrary power, which of course is redundant. The social score is even more explicitly Marxist in its origin because it is short for social justice score. Why are there so many DEI officers in so many organizations getting paid a quarter million dollars a year or at least over a $100,000 a year and they hire more and more and more of these commissars? Well, the reason is because your social score for ESG goes up when you implement the social justice identity Marxist theories like critical race theory, queer theory, gender theory, um, comprehensive sex education, and so on. Uh, You name it, whatever the, the social justice theory of the day is, your social score goes up when you implement according to diversity, equity, inclusion, justice, belonging programs, and it goes down if you buck, challenge, or don't go along with those. And so hiring a diversity commissar for your business raises your social score. Um, So again, you have arbitrary power now with equity, which is literally socialism, uh, as the primary uh, mechanism by which it's determined whether or not you're being socially responsible. Of course, again, this is arbitrary power. As the conflict between Russia and Ukraine came out, they floated the idea that your social score under ESG would go up. If you invested in weapons or if you were a weapons manufacturer, uh, so Halliburton or something like that, because it contributes to a global, social, positive good in their eyes if you supply the Ukrainians with weapons to fight the Russians for whatever reasons they have and this small group of people who make these decisions. Governance, of course, is corporate governance, and this is a split thing. Yes and no, there are good things where there is good corporate management and there are other things. And the whole thing is... Um, Again, an excuse for arbitrary power. One of the easiest ways to get your governance score to go up is to install these commissars to adopt some kind of a sustainability protocol as outlined, say, by the United Nations or something like this. And so it's completely arbitrary. Of course, the World Economic Forum, with all the weird things it's doing and all of the totalitarian things it's doing, is a big promoter of ESG. They say that ESG is the path to a sustainable and inclusive future. And so you see the real purpose behind ESG requiring ESG for investment capital if you want to do a startup, or if you want to get more capital for your existing company, or to get yourself into asset management, or if you're an institution like a public university or school system to have your assets managed by these firms at all, uh, having to play ball according to these policies, which are ultimately an excuse for arbitrary power. I want to talk about installing DEI commissars at, you know, hundred thousand to a quarter million dollars a pop. there's also ESG officers who come in and they try to make you sure that your company is compliant and those are often getting paid seven figures. So it's a very corrupt industry but most importantly it is it ESG creates a de facto trust monopoly type trust, or even cartel behavior run by these small number of institutions, again, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, Fidelity, uh, maybe Goldman Sachs and Wells, Wells Fargo, these massive asset management firms. And they are running it like a cartel. If it was something where there were different ESG scores and you could compete about what it means and people could see, you know, which one does what and your score is still high, depending on with different theories rather than, say, some 20 to 50 people or something making the decisions about what qualifies as good ESG and bad ESG. Uh, maybe would be in a different circumstance, but what this is doing in practice, and this is what lawmakers need to be looking at, particularly, is it's allowing for corporations to create mega trusts. So trust behavior is, of course, illegal. Antitrust laws are uh, in place to stop this, and. What you have here is a way to create a mega trust among many, maybe thousands of corporations at the same time without anybody having to go sign any kind of contract whatsoever. You just tie up all their investment money into something that they all have to sign on to. Like I tell people very frequently, you don't need a conspiracy, even if there is one, when you have a cult. And this metric creates a de facto trust without any of the usual legal, uh, tools that create the trust. And so lawmakers, policymakers, and executives need to start thinking of ways that they can attack this on antitrust law, uh, existing policy, or even crafting new policy that targets it directly. Because this is what is dragging the world woke. This is why go woke, go broke doesn't work in reality. This is a violation of uh, shareholder trust shifting over to these ESG so-called stakeholders who are unappoint- or, sorry, are appointed unelected technocrats. And so um, there are a lot of reasons why ESG needs to be thought of as possibly felonious uh, behavior. It is in violation of shareholder fiduciary trust, and it is creating a cartel situation where the big banks are kind of organized, I should say the big investment firms are organizing Hundreds or even thousands of corporations to all play along along the same environmental, social and governance agendas, uh, even without having the kind of old school backroom deals that we associate with actual trust behavior. Although these things are discussed and hammered out in kind of those exact same environments. So ESG is a catastrophe. It is the scam of the century. Its objective is so-called sustainability, which is going to be also the arbitrary decision of these same so-called stakeholders. And all of capitalism, the entire market, is being dragged around like a bull with a ring through its nose. And the name of that ring is ESG. It is of utmost importance that lawmakers and other policymakers think of ways to challenge and stop the monopoly created by ESG.